that's what it feels like to spend 12 straight hours in your basement. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Had a bit of uh, an exposure situation in my family. Uh, uh, indecent or otherwise? Uh, I mean, I guess you can be the judge of that. Okay. But uh, bo- both of the boys and uh, a couple of my coworkers all got noticed that uh, they got in they were in proximity so i was like you know what i think i'll just work from home this week yeah i think we can do that yeah so um which is great because i'm surrounded by all my things and i can get stuff prepped and that kind of thing but uh i have been downstairs since 7 a.m and i'm i don't don't know if that's good for my my mental well-being yeah yeah you have um radon and I mean, we're we're encapsulated now. I think I think we're you're we're safe pretty, from like I think so. Yeah, carbon monoxide. I, I should probably get another radon test now that everything's you know put in walls and such. Yeah, I mean, you just want to have those things in your basement just to scream if anything's going on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how was your day gone? My day was fine. I'll tell you. I went to the office today for the second day since March of 2020. Wow. Um, my company's opening back up. Everyone's returning to the office tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. It was a decision that was made three weeks ago, three months ago. Sorry, pardon me. Three months ago when there was no hint of any spike of cases or anything like that happening. Yeah. Uh, and the company's not reconsidered in the, in, in the face of uh, changing facts. So, uh, yeah, feels weird. Feels weird. Feels wrong. Feels weird. But uh, but apparently we're doing it. Yeah, I mean my my office never really closed, right? So, and I mean the one upside to my situation is that literally my office is a glass box that I stay in, unless I go to the bathroom or somewhere else. But typically, I literally walk into the office, like into the building, into my office. I shut the door. I at lunch I go and I walk outside, and then I walk. Back in my glass box, and I shut the door. Anyway, That's good. My, my desk. But I'm is, not doing that. My desk I'm, is I'm in an open it. open office area that is completely unprotected from anyone else around me, and yeah, it feels feels very weird. Well, let's stop talking about our job <sighs> jobs. Let's talk about the other jobs that we've here. We go doing. other jobs. So, did you play this past week? I did. I did. I played last night. It was the trivia last night in yep. in, uh, in Greensboro at the cider place. And uh, last night was also the Guilford County um, Schools Open House Night. Okay. So all parents of kids in public school mm-hmm. were at that. Yep. Instead of being at my show. That's fair. Uh, I I can't blame them. Uh, to be fair, my my wife and kid were at that, um, but it was a low turnout kind of a kind of a proposition. Sure. Yeah. But we had fun. It was all good. The uh, the theme for the trivia night was uh, one hit wonders. I saw that. So we had fun. Um, it's a challenging thing. You know, the, the three points that are available for each song are title, artist, and year. And the artist in particular was a challenge for one hit wonders. You don't, you don't really know yeah. who those folks are. Norman Greenbaum, who played Spirit in the Sky. You, you wouldn't know. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Well, they wouldn't know. We might know. I did because I prepared the show, but I wouldn't have if I hadn't. The other thing was I had a I had a, a, a show at the um, – there's a, a, a private pool club here in town yes. that booked me for a few different things, including the karaoke 
um, mm-hmm. earlier this week and we got rained out. Yeah. So that didn't happen. That sounds about right. So there you go. Yeah. There was supposed to be a big uh, municipal. We they, they do it every, I guess, third Thursday. Uh, and it was supposed to happen tonight and it didn't because it's been very rainy here as well. Yeah. So speaking of turnouts, I want to talk about a the thing that I did last week that was not a low turnout situation. Okay. It was a big turnout situation. So uh, the pop punk and emo project played their first show ever. Sweet. And we played it. It was sold out. Wow. At a venue called the Masquerade. Um, and the so we were opening for a touring package of a Blink-182 tribute and a Weezer tribute. Mm. Uh, The Blink-182 tribute was out of New York and the Weezer tribute was out of uh, Baltimore, D.C. Uh, Everybody was super cool. We had a really, really fun time. Uh, Didn't make any money, (laughs) but uh, I want to talk about the economics of that kind of proposition. Yes. So... um, the idea was to get a group of guys together. Let's get 30 minutes of music and let's just see how it goes. Uh, we knew that there wasn't a whole lot of money on the line, but as the tickets started picking up, it seemed like it was going to be pretty cool. And then literally, you know, the week of it sold out. They stopped selling tickets uh, probably the Tuesday or Wednesday before the show. And um, so we knew that we would be going into a situation where there would be a lot of people. So I went and hired a videographer to come in and, and shoot and then uh, I put my camera up on stage and I uh, I I had a friend with my little um, DJI uh, what is that thing called the gimbal and I gave it to him and he shot stuff so we got all of this footage and uh, I paid the videographer 75 bucks nice. to show up nice um, and then he actually said he would put it together for me for he said you know I charge about 20 bucks an hour so for like 100 bucks I'll give you the whole thing and I was like well that's pretty yeah. interesting um we got paid a hundred dollars and i felt bad for my guys so i paid I, I i opted to pay my guys 50 bucks each so i made a hundred dollars and i lost 250 dollars okay but but if i were to have created the promo out of thin air and hired a like a a, 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 a venue and the cameras and the lighting and gotten people there would have cost me exponentially more for sure so you know getting it off the ground and spending you know 150 200 bucks seems like a pretty good deal absolutely and then leaving aside the the sort of marketing value of it i mean i saw those videos there was um it was worth more than that to you wasn't it uh it was absolutely worth oodles more than that yeah um playing to a full room felt incredible. Yeah. And, you know, the we had toyed around with the concept and, you know, wondering, well, does it have legs? And if it has legs, does it have legs in this market? Uh, in very short order, we realized that uh, that is absolutely the case. Mm. And um, we're not really, we're really the only other group in this municipality doing this concept. So it could be something that, could work very well. Yeah. Um, you know, all we have to do on our end is get the promo locked up. Uh, I did screw one thing up. I forgot to rec- press record on the board mm. before we started. So I have none of the like board audio. Well, I the will camera say, audio though, sounded fine. It, it did. And 
you know, it might be sufficient, but I still would love to have, sure. you know, something a little cleaner. Yeah. You know, that's just how I roll. Um, but we we rolled in with that big honking front of house rig yeah. for our 30 minute set. Nice. I'm talking, I brought the fa- I brought the 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 split fan and all that stuff. And the venue was totally cool. Awesome. They patched they patched us in. We had full control over everything. It's had a great in the house. I was blown away nice. at how willing they were to work with us. That's great. And uh feel really good about that rig in general. Like it it crushed. It was amazing. So But it's worth saying, I think you you designed that rig specifically to work with venue audio, right? To 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 yeah. be not only what you needed for your in-ears, but also what the venue was going to need for that front of house. And you, you really thought that through. So I think that's, I think that's a triumph. I think that's a victory of that whole line of thinking. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, why did you go with an analog split in, in situations like that are, are why? Yeah. Because a digital split would have technically been more versatile. We could have done more with it, but it would have hamstrung us in a lot of rooms. Yeah. Um, and even with that room, they had like a, I think they were using either a Midas or a Behringer board, but it was much easier to go. Here's my input list here. Here's my fan. They literally just pulled their, the drum. There were five drum mics. They pulled those out. They popped them in. And then when, during the changeover, they pulled them out and they popped them into the other thing. Everything else was through our board. Cause we were, you know, everything was run direct. So yeah. they were perfectly happy. We even used our own mics. Like I did, I was going to, I wasn't going to share a mic anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was an absolute triumph of a night. Uh, the guys were super cool. Everybody had a lot of fun, and um, you know, we'll just see what what the next steps look like. Um, and you know, I talked about uh, what we tried as far as promotional stuff on uh, this week's YouTube video, uh, which you got to see uh, a little bit earlier. I and did. I think it's a cool idea. It's a great and, idea, and something that uh, I think everybody should uh, should definitely look into. So. If you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel, you absolutely should go and do that. Uh, that little three-minute video could uh, save you a bunch of money. It's really true down the road and get you uh, a better uh, result in the uh, in in the long term. What does a box of business cards cost? Hundred bucks more than it should. Yeah, yeah, more than it should. Yeah, you'll save that at least in a three-minute YouTube video. Yeah. Speaking of value, lots of people have been hitting us up in patreon and joining the exclusive slack channel uh literally as we press record uh jason adler just accepted uh his invite and um you know last week when we were in the uh on the live stream with amber uh, rob sharp was just crushing the questions getting everything he was looking for answered and he joined immediately after the episode uh aired and so it's been a great uh, contributor on it since then like Yeah, yeah absolutely um, I've, I've talked to him and I was telling you earlier, he actually, his company interfaces with my company and the <laughs> software that we make. Yeah, there you go. So if you are interested in, uh, any sort of like video MIDI control Ableton stuff, we, uh, we were thinking about how we can maybe have a conversation. We were talking about maybe doing like a, a Patreon exclusive, uh, Q and a with him. Cause he's definitely got, uh, the whole Ableton automation yeah. uh, situation down yes. cold. So yes. Something worth thinking about. Very cool. So, this coming, uh, this coming tomorrow, no, Saturday, I have another show, another indoor show. Mm. Feeling a little weird about it, but the event is now mask mandatory. Yeah. And we are, you said we're playing an 80s prom, which is a masked 80s prom, which 
feels a little dystopian, but uh, it was a it was a date that was supposed to be last year that we postponed. Um, Is this the one you already got paid. paid for? Oh yeah. <laughs> So um, I did check, and there actually is an outstanding balance. So I, I'll have a, a couple of bucks to uh, to right. speak for, right. which is good because I needed to pay a front of house guy. So uh, <laughs> that works. At least this won't be. It will be a if if nothing else a cash neutral uh, proposition yeah. as opposed to uh, where I uh, one where I go in the red. So two one you know two two gigs like that in in two weeks is is a lot. So really looking forward to September where we have outdoor gigs that pay full price. And uh, I could have a little uh, music margin, as they say. You know, yeah. an interesting thing is ha- starting to happen where um, the concert business is going vaccination required. Yep. It's interesting. It is interesting. Um, when we were getting ready for the thing that we did, the masquerade, uh, their policy was uh, masks were required, but they were not enforcing that rule. Mm. And so... Uh, when we walked in, some people were wearing masks, some people were not. Uh, I opted to wear a mask anytime that I was uh, out front um, and not singing into a microphone, but uh, lots of people weren't. Um, they have, as of uh, this afternoon, uh, changed that policy uh, for all shows, hmm. and they are going the same route that, uh, as of you know, the airing of this episode, AEG and uh, and Live Nation, Nation have now yeah. adopted as well. Yep. Yeah, and, so what and do you some, think about some, that? Some indie folks, you know, um, there's a there's a songwriter I completely adore named Carsey Blanton, who is working with individual venues on her indie book tour to turn them all into vaccine required things, and she has yeah. about half of them have have um, committed to that, which is, um, in my opinion, pretty great. Um, yeah, as a vaccinated person, I appreciate that. You know, I could feel confident walking into a place like that and feel like I wouldn't be, you know, at risk of myself or my unvaccinated eight year old. Um, I'm sure there are people who, whatever, that feels like a violation of their fundamental God given whatever's, but um, for me, I'm glad for it. Yeah. The, I had this conversation with Ben. Now I, I, we, I haven't talked about this, um, but Ben is no longer, uh, with us, right. um, he got a job with a uh, with a corporate group that is affiliated with Tyler Perry mm-hmm. and Tyler Perry's studio. And uh, for lack of a better reason, they pay way more than I can. So, <laughs> and they're and they're keeping him much more busy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in his world, like he is traveling every single week and doing you know fly dates and bus dates, and they have adopted this policy as well and so have all of the houses and the events that he is working and he's like you know this time last year they were canceling these things and because they have switched to this model these events can can happen right and as a person who works in the event industry this is a good thing yes. because it means that we can get back to work and continue to do the things that, you know, we need to do to, uh, you know, put food on our tables and, uh, you know, provide for our families. So just from an economic standpoint, it, it's a good thing because it means that they will continue to go on. Yeah. Um, the, the, the touring package that we opened up for, uh, as of today or off back off the road. Yeah. Because somebody in their, uh, somebody in that circle got sick. 
and they just, you know, they, out of abundance of caution, they're like, we're just, we're just going to go home. And it was one, it was one thing after the other, you know, they had a really rough go and it's just trying to do this on your own is hard yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, and so you do like, you know, your, your person talking about, you know, using what leverage they have to make these kinds of things happen is, is good because it, again, it's, it's giving our industry an opportunity to rebound and, you know, continue to do stuff. Yeah. So regardless of how you feel about it, you know, based on whatever political leaning you come from, this feels like an economic decision to me. And I feel like most, both sides of the aisle can agree that if businesses are allowed to make their own decisions about what is best, uh, isn't that what, isn't that what that's about? It seems really simple to me. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Me too. Me too. Basically, <laughs> without completely showing my hand. <laughs> I know. Maybe maybe I'll get some of my hand in the uh, in the in the Patreon feed. After. Yeah, it's probably it's likely. Likely, those of you who are not yet on the Patreon feed, that is a little uh, more unfiltered, a little faster, a little looser. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we got to keep the uh, the clean the clean button on the uh, on the podcast for sure. broadcast for sure. Podcast broadcast, I like that. Never said that before. Ah. Podcast broadcast. Yeah. So I am um, working to put a rhythm section behind the acoustic duo. Yes. And looking to find a name for that rhythm section. the 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 branding concept is very modular. So the duo is called Cold Iron Ray. My partner's Taylor Cold Iron. Yeah. And her name was so badass, we had to have that be the part of the name of, of the thing cold iron ray and um so it's gonna be cold iron ray and the somethings yep but we don't know what something is and then because she's in a couple other bands um there will be times we will want to book ourselves and she's not available so we'll book the three piece without her right and we'll call ourselves the somethings, somethings. whatever the other half of it is yep um and we don't have a good idea quite yet of what that something is I still think my idea is the best idea. I do like so your far. idea. What, just say it again. Well, the 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 full band name would be Cold Iron Ray and Associates. Yeah, because Cold Iron Ray sounds like a law firm already. Right. So yeah. why not just go ahead and just lean right in? Yeah, and I still feel like the Associates is is a good name for us for a you know for a standalone project. Yeah, it could be. It's it's as you good know, it's as good an idea as we've had so far. I'll I'll say that. I'll take it. Yeah. I will I will claim I will claim the uh all the glory. All my ideas so far have been kind of like Cold Iron Ray and the Penny Droppers or Cold Iron Ray. I mean, we haven't there's there hasn't been a good one is my point. Yes. Yeah. I agree. There has not been. <laughs> if that was the one. It hasn't I've been. I've heard good lo- one. I have heard lots of it's true. those ideas. They've been bouncing them off you for a couple of weeks and there has not yep. so far been a good one. Yeah, as long anything that like makes it sound like you sing songs about waffles, you know, you probably need to pick something else. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so we're working on that. Those of you listening who might have some idea or suggestion or concept. Uh yeah, I mean, it, this this is this is funny because, you know, we have spent all of this all of this energy over the past, you know, three years now 
talking about branding and how branding is so important yeah. and what what is and what isn't you know what we're supposed to be doing and uh here we have literally you've hit, we've hit a wall well no listen I, I i gotta say so it's it's a good point the the concept of the band is very clear sure right the duo is kind of a good sunday afternoon hang it's thoughtful tunes it's great harmonies with the rhythm section, it's a party band and it's still built around great harmonies, but it's a party band. So we're going to be doing the boogie shoes and the September and all those, all those things. Yeah. Um, the, the, the play that funky music, let me do, be doing all that. Um, so it's, it's the concept of it, like what we're going to be delivering and what our promise is to the market. That's pretty clear to us. It's just the name. Yeah. That we're working on. And that's, that's in some ways, that's the, like the small part. That's the dumb part of branding. Well, yeah, but like with the Lincolns, it was, it was a, it was like a, you fell and you hit your head and you found the thing that made time travel possible, that's true. you know? That's true. I did. I did fall down and come up with a flux capacitor. So. This time I'm having to come up with a flux capacitor and that's a different, that's a whole different process. Yeah, it's it's like the uh, it's like the Mad Men committee scenes when they're trying to like come up with the slogans and stuff. And I've worked in marketing companies, and that's so accurate. It's so like you just can't do that by committee. You got to have some kind of Don Draper guy who's like, no, here's what it is. Yeah, point the focus. Yeah, point at something, focus on it. Like yeah. this is where we're going. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I think it's coming down to I'm gonna have to be that guy. So, um, but I don't quite. Know You'll find to, it. I don't know where to point yet, but I'll but I'll find yeah. it. We'll find it. Yeah, yeah, totally for sure. Totally. Any other fun anecdotal things? I saw that uh, the Acoustasonic is still uh, on the on the uh, injured list. It is, and, it, and it's um, the shop that I take things to. The, I have this uh, uh, guitar wizard dude, yeah, um, whose office hours are like a couple hours during the day each day of the week, and I've so far not managed to sync up with him. I actually need to take it, take the Acoustasonic into him. Uh, tomorrow, it's still sitting over there. Uh, yeah. I did a show with the uh, Seagull um, SG6, which I love, or I, I I do love it, but I haven't touched it since I bought the Acoustasonic. Um, but I had a fun time playing with um, last night, and I'll probably play it again some more. I, I'm gonna have to because the the other acts will be at the Guitar Doctor for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and and now you know that it'll probably just have to come with you. In the event that something goes sideways again, I will tell you that acoustic song was so reliable. Like it was such a surprise to be stuck the way that I was. Um, it, it was until it wasn't. The moment that, you know, that's exactly right. The moment it wasn't, suddenly it was like, well, I knew better. I've known better for months, and I just have been. <laughs> I've just been playing the odds, and now they caught up with me. You know, in my in my setup, I I usually just I have the Steinberger in my car, just in general. Mm. So, and because I'm using the, the stomp, I've got an acoustic simulator patch with a really solid, uh, dreadnought IR and, uh, behind it. Okay. So I can make it sound like an acoustic in a pinch. And actually it's the patch that I use when we do, um, melt with you, huh. but modern, yeah, it's modern, mo- English, right? yeah, modern English, not simply, yeah. Eng- yeah. simply English is the, when I see you smile guys. Yeah. Remember? I think that's right. Sometimes I wonder. If I'd ever make it through, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. One. I think it was like there was a there was a song you used to like make out to girls in high school. That was like Monster Ballad CD. If anybody remember, remember, remember Monster Ballads, guys. 
Time Life presents Monster Ballads. Uh, I was deep into the um, Penny CD. Columbia House. Columbia House, yes. I was, yeah. I was I was in hock to them up to my eyeballs at that point. Absolutely. So yeah, um in talking about like small little boxes that make fun noises. Yes. Uh, I did see that Headrush just released a new little board called the MX5. And mm. you you hadn't ch- had a chance to check it out yet. No, I haven't. Haven't. So I haven't had a chance to mess around with one of the Headrush uh devices. I know a couple of guitar players who have them that like them. And it's kind of like the, it's a bit between what the pod go and what the HX stomp is doing Hmm. with a touchscreen interface, which kind of makes it interesting. And it's got some cool IO and it's got, you know, a a neat interface. And so it's, you know, it's also 399, which kind of puts it right in the middle of that. And, you know, we're, I'm dyed in the wool with this Line 6 ecosystem. Sure. I'm not probably jumping ship, but anytime something new enters the marketplace and it is uh, intriguing, uh, you know, it's just going to push the market forward. Um, now, have you been messing around with... You've had the, the Quad Cortex. Like, what have, what have you been doing with it? Have you messed with it at all? Well, I'll tell you this. I have. I've been rehearsing with it. And um, the, the, the patch that I set up that is sort of a general purpose patch, I've been using it in rehearsal and it's been pretty okay. Yeah. I've fine tuned it some since the YouTube video that I made Yeah, um, a lot actually, because when I, when I got it through the PA, things sounded real different than they did in my, uh, in my headphones. That's to be expected. To. And, and I think yeah. I said that in that video, um, the, the, the plate reverb that I had on, on it always on reverb was, um, really ringy, really pitchy. And, and I had to, I had to fix that. Yeah. Um, and I think there are some use cases for it, some particular songs that I would want to do with it, that I want to probably pull those functions out of that. You know, I, I made a, a slapback, um, uh, preset inside that, or a scene inside that preset that I probably want to pull yeah. out into a preset of its own, that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. but in rehearsal, it's been great. Now my plan is not yet to gig it. I feel like it, it needs a little more maturing. I don't, I don't quite trust it on the road yet. Um, and when I, when I do start gigging it, I will certainly still carry the helix just as a backup for a little while. Yeah. Um, I carried my old, uh, uh, two foot wide pedal train <laughs> for a while after I got the helix too. It was is kind of how I, how I, uh, uh, gather some confidence in myself. And, you know, I learned a lesson here, not carrying my acoustic when I played the acoustic So yeah, having a backup in your car that you can run to in an emergency is a good thing. Um, yeah, it's funny cause I, I'm now pretty much gigging out exclusively with the HX stomp and I'm yeah. bringing the giant PT three pro with the helix LT on it as a backup. So I'm taking this tiny little bag yeah. Yeah. with this freaking elephant, Cadillac sized board behind me yeah. as the, you know, in case something goes sideways. Yeah. Now I will say this, uh, Keenan, who was the other guitar player on the pop punk thing, uh, his, he plays, uh, one of those little Moore floor units. All right. And it sounded pretty good. Yeah. I was really, I, I was, I was really impressed. Like he, he had all the effects dialed in and stuff and it, it was solid. That's good. So I, I was, you know, I haven't had it. I, I'd never played through one before. And of course I like my, my, sound sure, sure. better because they're because i made them yeah but uh it, it was a solid sound little unit so i feel like for for live playing the bar is not high yeah for quality guitar sounds it, it you know people tolerate a lot of weirdness i would agree so yeah well 
we uh, we bopped around a little bit. We did. I wouldn't say there was a particular theme that emerged from this episode, but I liked all the particles. Yep. And you know, we'll probably do a postmortem, and it'll come up on the uh, on the the Slack channel, and I'm sure we we can come up with maybe something a little more cohesive we'll for see. the next one. Or you know what? It might be time to just say screw it and let's do a uh, let's let's get Schulte and do a distraction cast. I feel be. like it might be might be time to do it that. Might be headed back into that world for sure. Uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well. I guess that that would that would do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, sometimes things are. Uh, sometimes they come together. Sometimes we just talk about things that are happening, and that's just that's just how things go. Yep. Guys, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, if you are enjoying what you are hearing, uh, just take a little screenshot on your uh, on your device and post it on your story, or do any of the things that are good, sweet gentle friend Adam Moskowitz is going to mention now. Uh, Otherwise, I will call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of August 20th, 2021. Have a great week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all the socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! The losses. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and bag of vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! <laughs>